It's Tommy Rocker here for a very special and unique episode of your daily afternoon excess. So I want to thank you for tuning in today. Uh, it's a little bit different to usual. I don't have a guest in studio with me, so I'm I'm flying solo today. Uh, but I don't have a problem with that because we've got some important stuff to talk about. And I think if anything, this episode, like it's not going to be as funny or as you know lighthearted as maybe the other ones. Uh, But I do think that this is an important thing that needs to be talked about and addressed. So today I'm going to be talking about mental health and, you know, I'm going to open myself up and be vulnerable to you because I want you to feel connected to me more. And also I want you to feel like if I can go and talk about this stuff in front of strangers that I don't know, uh, you know, even though the fact that everyone I know or most people who know me uh, know everything about me, whether that's good or bad, I don't know. Um, but you know, the fact that I can, I'm willing to talk about these things on an open platform, I hope just encourages, even if it encourages just one person to go and seek help if you're struggling, to me, that's a win because mental health is a, it's a fucker. Like it will fuck you up if you don't do something about it. I, and I know so many people that, you know, would agree with that, have experienced that, You know, like I know we live in a Western world and we count our blessings for what we have, but we're all people, man. We're all people and we all have hard times. We all struggle with things. Everyone's got their own demons, you know, me certainly. If anyone knows me, uh, you know, they're not really secrets. But, um, you know, I I just want to encourage people through this whole virus lockdown thing. I want people to know that... uh, it's going to be okay if you can talk to someone like that, that very first step, just doing that. What are the, the saying is a burden shared is a burden halved. So, you know, you talk to someone, don't feel embarrassed about it. You know, it's okay. It's okay to be unhappy and in pain as well, you know, and people who say, oh, you know, we'll get over it and stuff like that. Obviously, um, they're not struggling with the same thing, or maybe they're in denial about it if they are. Um, but, don't feel victimized by people like that and don't feel like you have to be a victim to you know the son of a bitch that is depression and mental like bad mental health so the real sorry I don't have a noise gate on my voice today so you can hear me breathing <laughs> uh, but yeah the real point of this episode is to talk about that I want to lift you up I want to encourage you and I want to you know I know people are scared Uh, and I'm not going to lie, this thing is really blown into something that I didn't think it would, uh, like a lot of other people. So it's, it's really hard for some people, especially people who are alone and don't have anyone. And, um, you know, hopefully by making myself vulnerable today and sharing some experiences that I've had, uh, people, you know, somewhere, someone, you know, whoever you are, you might say that, you know, it's okay if, you can talk about it here in front of strangers, then maybe I can talk to someone I trust or, you know, I want to say, I'll say at the end, but also if you, if you don't have anyone to talk to, you know, you can go to headspace or beyondblue.org.au and uh, they have a bunch of awesome helplines there that you can call or email if you're afraid of the phone like I am. (laughs) Um, So, you know, don't be afraid to take those steps. Uh, Don't be afraid of making yourself feel vulnerable because it's better to talk about something and get it off your chest than to leave it inside because I can tell you firsthand if you don't share something 
that's complete that you know that's stressing you out and that's bothering you and making you sad for some people it's driving you insane and it sounds stupid but trust me it's absolutely valid um you know some people struggle with suicidal thoughts uh depression you know bipolar disorder whatever it may be um just taking that first step you know is it's a huge thing and you can give yourself a huge pat on the back for that and be really proud of yourself okay it's not weak. In fact, I think it takes more of a man, you know, or woman, you know, uh, to admit something like that than to hold it in and say, oh, she'll be right. Because quite honestly, the whole she'll be right thing's a bunch of fucking horse shit. And we all know that. I think people just are afraid of expressing their feelings. So anyway, what I've done is uh, I've gone through, for those who don't know, which is probably most of you, uh, when I moved to Australia, I started to keep a journal every day I was here. And I don't like calling it a diary because that sounds cheesy. <laughs> but I kept a journal. Um, and so what I've done is I've gone through my journal. You'll probably hear me turning the pages when I'm reading it. Uh, and I've pulled out a couple of excerpts that I'm going to be quite you know, honest. I'm just going to read exactly what's there. I'm not going to change it because that all these experiences have made me who I am today. And um, talking about these things, to deny them and pretend they never happened is to deny something that makes you human, you know. So um, I've been pretty careful with what I've chosen out of the journals. There's some stuff in here. It's very, uh, I, th- I think a lot of people will be able to relate to it. Um, but what I'll do is I'll give you some background and I'll talk about each uh, passage and context as well and give you some background just to open myself up. It's not, I'm not trying to do it for an ego boost or anything like that. I just want people to know that I want people to feel encouraged if I can come on here and say this stuff to, I don't know who the fuck's listening. Maybe you'll take a first step and talk to someone else. And also I don't believe that I should be able to sit here and say, hey, go talk to someone if you're sad and then I don't say anything to anyone. So by putting myself out there and it's a double-edged sword because uh, I'm opening myself up, although everyone who knows me pretty much knows everything about me anyway, but uh, that's a good thing because then no one can use anything against you because you've already owned it. But it's also a bad thing because everyone knows your weaknesses and stuff like that. Uh, but, I, but I would like to preface this by saying that... Um, the entries I'll be reading to you, I'm going to read you four entries uh, and they're from seven years ago, so they're a while ago, uh, but don't get me wrong, it's been it's fluctuated since then, everyone has hard times, we all have good days and bad days, uh, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to read something, maybe give you a bit of, uh, I guess, intro into what led into this point uh, and, and talk about it and you know, maybe someone will get it or you'll understand the feeling that I'm trying to describe to you uh, because I've, I've put a lot of honesty into these entries. And you know what? If people laugh at them and mock them and mock me, then you know what? That's okay because I'm confident in who I am and I'm proud of who I am and the way I'm, you know, I'm obviously growing and uh, everyone fucks up, all that sort of thing. And also I'd like to say that the journals are 90% debaucherous stories anyway, so I <laughs> I haven't shared any of those. Not that I don't want to. Um, I would. 
but that's not the point of today so I don't want you to think that oh my journals are just full of depressing shit because they're absolutely not there's a lot of good stuff in here um, and I might share some funny stories at the end so anyway enough uh, enough bullshit so <laughs> I'll uh, I guess I'll this is from the 3rd of April 2013 so seven years ago just over um, I was 19 uh, here's a bit of a backstory to those that don't know I was 19 um, I just moved to Australia I think I'd be, I came here on March the 4th so this was almost a month like to the day um, and I'm not nervous I'm just breathing in the gate you know can't it can't capture the can't block the breathing out so don't don't worry about that um, so I had moved to Australia when I was 19 Uh I came here by myself. I didn't know anybody. I didn't know where I was going to live. I, in fact, I lived out of a hostel in the city. Uh, I booked it for a week because, you know, juvenile, uh, naive me thought that, oh, yeah, I'll be fine in a week. I'll be set up and be going and everything will be great. Well, boy, was I fucking wrong about that. <laughs> but you know what? I've... I'd, I don't claim to know anything still about life. You know, I'm the, I'm the last person that should give anybody advice, but mental health is something that's important to me and I, I just want to encourage you. So anyway, I'd moved to Australia. I came here. I'd never been overseas. I'd never lived out of home. Um, I hit them both out of the park in one go. Uh, I actually, I it got to the point where I had to leave the country anyway because uh, an incident happened where... Uh, I'm trying to think of how to put this carefully. Um, something happened between me and someone and they actually threatened, they threatened to kill me basically. And, um, the police ended up giving me a bunch of places. I wasn't allowed to go anywhere, go anymore, sorry, in my own hometown and all that sort of thing. And so I was basically stuck at home for the last month or so that I was there. So I, I couldn't go home even if I wanted to. Um, and you know, not that I, that was ever an option. I wasn't going to do that. So, you know, I, I think being strong physically, being strong mentally, two totally different things and both need each other. Uh, mental, mentally definitely, uh, I think is more important. You know, if you've got a weak mind, but you, you can lift shit, that's not really going to do a great deal for you. But if you, you know, if it's the vice versa, the other way around, uh, I think having a strong spirit and a strong mind, that's, you can't put a price on that. So, you know, being here, uh, didn't, yeah, like I said, didn't know anyone, didn't have any money, uh, except for a couple of thousand dollars that I'd saved, uh, for doing a gap year from high school and, um, came over here, wanted to play more drums, right? I wanted to, I did everything I could do in New Zealand. I, I had a lot of, you know, good things to claim on my musical CV, if you want to call it that. Uh, but, you know, the next step was to do more. And so I came here, I lived out of a hostel, didn't know what I was doing, kind of, I remember sitting on the steps of Southern Crosses, because my mum came over with me for about three days, I think, and... um put her on the sky bus and she went off to the airport and I remember sitting on the steps the big ones on Spencer Street and I said I thought in my head okay 
I know what I want to do. I want to be, be a drummer. I want to play drums. And what do I do now? I'm here. I'm in this city. I don't know anyone. I don't know how I'm going to get there, but I'm here. So a week, about a week later, I booked another week at this hostel, had to move rooms and all this stuff. Um, I ended up moving into an apartment that I was getting completely ripped off for. Uh, pretty much lost all my money. In fact, my wallet got stolen and my passport went missing at the same time. I wasn't able to eat. I used to um, used to put uh, hot water in a bowl and call it hot water soup just so that I wouldn't feel poor. Uh, I slept on a floor of a room with uh, no windows <clears throat> for a couple of months. Uh, it was hard times. It was rough. And, um, you know, there's a lot of stuff in this diary that talks about all that. And who knows, maybe I might, you know, turn it into something and write about it. But this is just a very brief uh, sum up to set the picture for the mental part. So I had, I knew what I wanted to do. I had all these things against me. Um, and i got to tell you, honestly, being stuck in a country that you're not from, that you're new to, never been to a city this big in your life, right? Never been outside New Zealand. Uh, not having any money or food and I couldn't top my phone up to call mum or anything like that. It's scary and it puts you, the reality check comes in pretty quickly and makes itself real. Um, and that, that was a scary moment. I'm not going to lie. That was the first of many, but in a way it's made me strong because (laughs) I got to be honest, nothing surprises me or shocks me anymore. So, you know, it's, it's that whole realization of, fuck me, this is real life. This is actually happening. Like, it's not a dream that you can wake up from and go, oh, well, that sucked. Like, this is the real deal. And um, so, yeah, uh, that, that sort of, that was my start. You know, I ended up broke and all that sort of thing. And, uh, and it was really hard. And I had to find my way out of that and get away from all that stuff. So, what I've done is uh, pulled out a couple of excerpts, uh, some from that that uh, apartment time and some from a bit later on. So uh, I'm going to read to you the first one and um, just so that you can, I guess, get a feel for the situation. And I, I know that people will be feeling like this and that's the reason I'm talking about this stuff. It's not for attention. I couldn't give a fuck about any of the attention I'm I just want to help people because I know how much of I know how hard and painful it is to be alone and to not have anyone to talk to to be in such a crowded place and not know anyone and sometimes you know like they say silence is deafening and um I I really feel for people who are in that situation you know that situation still fluctuates you know sometimes it's like that and it's hard but um, only thing I can do is be honest and tell you the truth. So here it is. All right. This is from the 3rd of April, 2013 in Travancore, 10 p.m. I'm sad. The audition last night was great. The guys loved the playing and invited me to join the band. I was really happy about that. Plus, I aced all these songs perfectly. First go and kept to their backing track, which was something I wasn't prepared for, but I am now open to new things and have embraced this as a new branch. Luckily, my metronome playing is two million times better. In brackets, not that it wasn't good before, 
<clears throat> but now it's really tight. But something happened to me while I was playing the second set. My mind or spirit or something was completely sucker punched. For some reason, the thought slash feeling that I wasn't going anywhere and wasn't going to make it and this is all my life is going to be sort of thing. But for some reason, it was really affecting me. What is my life? What am I? What has it come to? Am I a loser? Today I felt like this piece of nothing that just didn't know what the fuck he was doing. Like many days, like my days are spinning into nothingness, which really bugs me as I value life a lot. I have a totally different view of life than a lot of other people do, seeing as my life was completely turned upside down when I was 17, and that kills me. I just, <coughs> sorry, I gave up, went home, drank and jacked off. I honestly was totally upset. I haven't eaten a meal in two days. So that's from that, uh, from that day, uh, 3rd of April, 2013. Um, you know, that, that was really hard and I've got to be honest, I've felt my spirit break a few times and it's a physical feeling like people talk about, you know, lacerated soul. This was definitely that, you know, like it's just like a fucking reality uh, check smacks you right in the face. You know, a ton of bricks drops on you and you go, oh, and it's so painful and, um, and, and it's scary. And the reason that I read that passage is because I know that there are people out there right now who are not just scared, but they're feeling like their days are spinning into nothingness. So, you know, obviously, uh, the I guess the disclaimer is I, I, I'm still alive and everything and everything worked out, but I, I'm trying to explain to you that um, if you can persevere through these things, there isn't, there is a, what do they say? Every cloud has a silver lining, you know, and I don't want to be Mr. Positive, happy guy all the time because um, there's a time to be like, fuck this and I hate this and I hate that. And you know what? If you deny all that shit, then, you know, you're not, you're denying your human emotions, um, but you have to hold on to hope. And I know hope is dangerous sometimes, but uh, it's it's a good thing to have. It's It's better to have it than to just give in. So that was that entry, and the next one I'm going to read you is about a month later. It's from the 10th of May, 2013. Uh, Give me one second to find it, because I'm doing this all live, so uh, I'm not going to edit any of this. Here we go. 10th of May. It's probably a really bad song in here somewhere as well, or a poem or something. Okay, 10th of May, 2013. This is uh, still from the same apartment. This was still... uh, That time in my life was really hard and that place reminds me of nothing but pain, really, and struggle. Oh, and by the way, also, I've purposely left out a bunch of stuff uh, that was the really dark stuff. Um, I didn't put any of that in, not because I'm embarrassed, but because it's uh, it, it's irrelevant to the story we're telling here. And I also think that um, I, I don't want to encourage people to to do some of the, the other stuff that's in there. So uh, I want to keep it kind of light, but also give the, the tone of what's happening. 
Alright. So, today I felt lost, stressed out a bit about life, money, my own personal battles, both mentally, emotionally, physically and spiritually. I woke up to some really weird Spanish talking this morning. It was a I thought it was the blowjob chick at first, but it turned out to be my flatmate's cousin. I also just enjoyed the day and tried to have good vibes. Thank you, God, for letting me be alive to see this day, to have my life, to have the opportunity to <clears throat> to know the ones I know and to love those that I love. For that, I thank you. So that's trying to remain positive, you know, trying to keep the spirit up, uh, you know, and, and self-motivation and stuff like that is really important. Uh, it's, it's very easy to give in and go, oh, fuck it, you know, but if you can just, you know, if you can just push through and you can say positive reaffirming thoughts to yourself, that's a huge thing. Now, I'm not a psychologist, all right? I'm just telling you what I did for me. Um, you know, I'm not a doctor or any of that sort of thing. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to, you know, show you what I did. Um, All right, next entry is the 13th of May, 2013. Uh, Okay, this one's a little bit longer, so I'm going to try to filter this out. I'm going to start here. All right. (laughs) And there's some real honest raw emotion in here, and I forgive... uh, I apologize for the pauses and things like that, but I am, like I said before, I'm doing this all live. All right. I felt lost today. I feel trapped. People around me are pressuring me and they take it to the extreme. It feels like they're trying to change me and scare me by telling me I'm not doing stuff. Um, I'm not doing stuff correctly and I'm going to ruin my life. It's gotten into my head and made me paranoid as fuck. I feel like I'm losing my mind. Everything is hitting home to me. So I had to talk to my mum. And then in brackets. (laughs) In brackets it says, fuck I sound like a pussy mama's boy. But that's that's me. This is hard. Um, The next part. I totally broke down and just cried my eyes out. She talked to me and encouraged me and understood and did... And did what I wanted her to do. Just love me for being me. Seeing it as it's such a fucking crime to be myself. Well, at least that's what others tell me. For having been in a really good place the last two days. and uh, For having been in a really good place, the last two days felt like a prison. A scary, lonely prison. I feel the tears on my cheeks all the time. And I feel like a wound whose scab has been peeled off. So honest and open, I'm feeling so honest and open, it's great, but it's sad too. I wouldn't have it any other way. So that's just some real honest, raw emotion right there. Uh, Obviously, you know, I tried to write exactly what was going on at the time. Uh, You know, I I never intended on sharing these with anyone. So, you know, that it's just the truth. Uh, It's just exactly what it what was happening at the time and you know what i i'm not embarrassed about that at all and if people want to insult that well go fuck yourself all right (laughs) and sometimes that's the attitude you got to have sometimes people do have to go fuck themselves and there's nothing wrong with that too all right 
Okay, next one. 25th of May, 2013. Okay, this is where the mind really starts. You can see the poison coming through, all right? 12.15 p.m. Seriously, what the fuck is wrong with me? Maybe I'm totally crazy. I'm such a selfish prick, all I can seem to moan and bitch about is myself. It's the only thing that goes through my head anymore, how hopeless everything is. I'm terrified, scared shitless of everything. It's torturing me, and I can't seem to escape. A huge panic feeling is over me, and I'm like that guy who has been locked away in a padded prison cell with no hope of ever getting out. What the fuck am I doing? Why am I even alive? How come all this, why have I come all this way just to rot in some fucked up rut and have everything poison my mind? There's no antidote, God help me because I'm seriously in trouble. So that's the first part of it. And then there's an anger part of it. Uh, So I don't actually know what happened between these, between 12.15 and 2pm, but something clearly happened. Alright, this is sort of angry, but... um, you know, people will be feeling all sorts of conflicted, uh, you know, feelings and emotions. I'm sick of fucking assholes underestim- underestimating me all the time. Fuck you. Fuck you all. I'll show you. I'm just going to keep doing my own thing and not saying anything. I'll prove to them all that I'm the real deal, the real shit. God damn it, I'm depressed. I'm really fucked up. <laughs> and then there's a... a a little poem song thing so I guess it's just me talking to the diary diary you are the only one I can confide in be who I am say what I say you're my only friend the only one I can cry to you don't argue or tell me otherwise you accept and love me for me I am you like you are me through good and bad we stick together broken inside to put the pieces together again Thank you for just listening to my cries for help. At least somewhere I'm still wanted. And then there's, <coughs> it says continued here. I'm like a soldier in a one-man army, crawling through the trenches of life, searching for help in a fight for life slash survival. Screaming out for anyone to help, desperate beyond meaning, a spirit at the end of its tether. I have no real aim. I don't know what to do. I want to run, but I don't know where. So that's just a real honest explanation of sort of, of me airing my grievances. Um, and I think that it's healthy to get stuff out. Obviously, I thought it was therapeutic to write about it. Um, if you are a creative person and you do want to write stuff out, like trust me, it works. You know, getting it out, uh, writing it down, it helps. You know, and I got it. I must add that um, there's a lot of stuff in this book that I haven't read or that I can't read because I still can't read it because it takes me back to that place um but just so you know i'm good now and then i had a lot of success and stuff later but uh we're talking about you know mental health and state of mind and stuff so here we go so it actually carries on so here we go oh god this is depressing as hell i feel terrible i cried for two hours straight talking on the phone to to my mum 
I made her cry, which hurts me more than anything. I can totally understand how she feels. I know it will be okay, but I'm so sad. I physically felt my spirit break on the phone. I'm really at that point that I have no fuel left. I'm angry and hurt, and I have no idea what to do. I guess I'll count my blessings every day, but only <clears throat> because mum's asked me to. I have no drive, no passion or fire left. No reason to even bother getting up out of the ditch. I'm stuck dying and rotting in a hole. <clears throat> Sorry, twist, uh, change the page. I feel like this is some sick and twisted plan. I'm going to do it because my mum's asked me to. If it were up to me, I'd be lying in a fucking ditch with a needle in my arm somewhere. I know how real death is and right now it feels like a friend. Please just let me die. I could never do that to anybody <clears throat> though, especially as I know what it feels like firsthand. I don't and couldn't do that to anyone. Someone help me. I'm desperate. So that's all I'm going to read from the journals. Um, obviously, things worked out okay. But my point is, is that being alone and struggling and finding things like unbearably painful it is possible to get out of it there there is an end to it and it doesn't have to be that way it's and you know especially if you're someone you know I don't mean to take it to this uh depth but if you're someone who's you know thinking about ending it uh I I know people who have done that and I just want to say that um that's a permanent solution to a temporary problem and it's never a good option please just you know even if you're not if you're just sad at home if maybe if you feel like how I was feeling in those excerpts uh talk to someone you know talk 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 but also getting it out sometimes just shouting standing there shout out whatever you want even that helps you know and it's okay to feel that way don't feel like you're not allowed to or that you're unentitled to feel that way you know or that you're feeling sorry for yourself it's it's okay everyone has good moments everyone has bad moments so I just wanted to share those with you so that I could firstly so that I'm not being a hypocrite telling you to go talk to someone and all that uh when I don't you know do that because I don't like hypocrisy so I opened myself up there shared some things from my past obviously you know, I got through them and that's what I'm trying to say as well is that there's definitely an exit to it, you know, there's definitely a way out and um, obviously I went on to have a lot of cool other things in there happen which is what 90% of the books are, they're awesome stories and uh, great, great things, you know, maybe one day I'll share some stories from there, so um, yeah, so, but the effects of mental health are real. They'll poison you and you'll rot from the inside out if you don't talk about it. And that's something that is important to me to get across to you, to get you to take that first step. I know I've said that so many times, but it really, it really is an important thing. And I just want to encourage you and lift you up. And I want you to know that there's services out there that you can talk to. If you don't have anyone to talk to, you can email us at yourdailyafternoonexcess at gmail.com or visit the Facebook page and send me a message. Uh, you know, if you want to talk, like check how your friends are, see how they're doing. Don't wait for them to come to you. Go to them first. See what's up, you know. There's nothing wrong with that. 
all it takes is a text because you don't know how someone's feeling. They might feel like no one wants them or anything like that or that they're useless. They're not even, they're less human than a piece of trash, you know, and the fact that someone cares about them and cared about them enough to reach out and talk to them, that could be the difference, you know, you don't know what could happen. So, you know, coming out of that, uh, it's a short episode. I just sort of want to sum it up by encouraging you all. Like, this is a very hard time. Uh, a lot of people are having struggles, but you know what? If you stick with it and we all stick together and we talk and we help each other out, that's more important. And uh, we can overcome this. You know, don't let don't let the man get you down, as uh, as they say. So, you know, everyone stick together. If you want to talk about anything, you don't have anyone to talk to, you can uh, check out beyondblue.org.au. Uh, and also, a bit of shameless self-promotion. Don't forget to follow your daily afternoon excess on Facebook and Podchaser, and you can catch us on any uh, major podcast streaming service, all right? So don't be afraid. Hit it up. Check it out. See what it's about. And um, why don't I make fun of myself for you? Uh, I'll tell you a couple of stories real quick just to lighten the mood um, and they'll be totally random so I don't even know what to talk about uh, oh here's one one time I accidentally stapled my dick to my pants there you go there's one and another time I spent two grand in one night at a strip club there's another one um, I, I actually I'm gonna stop it there because they only get worse from there so <laughs> every everything can work out okay if you just stick with it and uh, see how your friends and loved ones are. It's going to be okay. Don't forget to follow the uh, your daily afternoon excess on Podchaser and Facebook. And uh, I can't wait for the next episode. See you again soon. Thanks for listening. I'm Tommy Rocker.